So we're starting the Gemara in Daf Lamed Aleph. The Gemara begins on the first line, Tanya, Yehuda, Eimim, Rishimur, Be'akiva. So because we were discussing the Shir Shal Yem, so now we're going to go through the Shir Shal Yem for uh, each of the various days. Berishon Mayu Eimim, what was the Shir Shal Yem for the first days? It was La Hashem Ha'aretz Umaya. Why? Hashem is the land and <coughs> the full blossom of the land. Why? Al-Shib Shekana, because he acquired the Hikna, the world. He acquired the world and he gave it over. The Shalit by Lamai and he ruled in his world. The Shani Mahoimer. What would they say? What would Levim sing on the second day? Gala Hashem Mahulol Ma'id. Hashem is great. Why? Al-Shim Shechilik Maisav. Because on the second day, he separated between the Rekia. He created the sky to separate between the Yenim and the Tachtainim. What did they say on the third day? Why? Because that was That's when the land appeared. So he revealed the land and he prepared the table of base for which the inhabitants, the earth that the, that the inhabitants could live on for his congregation. For the world, for the belt. What did he say? Hashem is the uh, God of vengeance. Why? Because he created the, the moon and the sun. And he will, he will pay back those that worship the sun and the moon. And that is what it, why we refer to Hashem. Well, on the fifth day, what did we say? We'll sing to Hashem. Or strength. Why? That says we know it's Parak Shira that all of the animals will sing a Shira Takarish Baruch. Hashem wore grander. Why? Because because he finished the Bria and he ruled over them. What did, what, what, did, what, did, what did the Levim say and sing on the seventh day? Like we have Mizmer Sheer Liyayim HaShabbos. Liyayim Shekulei Shabbos. So that is Rabbi Akiva's version of explaining the seven. Now, Rabbi Nechemia, we quote all of them again, but he is going to uh, take issue with the fact that for Shabbos, we say Liyayim Shekulei Shabbos, that it's La'asid. So Zakt, Amr Rabbi Nechemia, Ma'ro Chacham L'chalik Bein HaProkham Halalu. Because why don't you keep them all in line? Ela Berishain, right, why are you going ahead and saying that the seventh one, the first six, is all on Sha'abar, what happened in the past? And Shabbos, you now said, Liam Shakula Shabbos, Lasid Lavi, doesn't, we'll keep it universal. Like we said, that he separated with the Rekia between the Yem and Tachtainim and Malachalim, that the Vehechen table at Dasai, it was dry land for the world to live on. He created the sun and the moon. And he would pay back from those that worship the sun and the moon. That on the fifth day he created birds, created fish, okay, to go ahead and, and praise him. We said Parakshira. That's because he previously rested, so now they're all talking about what happened at the time of Maisa Beresis. And this Machlikas between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Nechemia is the Machlikas in 
Rav Kitina's memra. Dama Rav Kitina. Shisa alfei shni havi alma. The world will last for 6,000 years. Lechad chara. And it will be destroyed. Destruction will be 1,000 years. 6,000 years the world will be inhabited. 1,000 years will be the destruction. Shnei Rav Niska Hashem levadei vayyim hahu. That day. Now Abaya Amar. So he says, Trey Chorov. That for two, meaning two thousand years, the world will be destroyed. Shnamar Yechayenu Miyamayim. So now Rav Katina holds like Rav Katina, who says it's one thousand years, holds like Rav Yakiva. That's Liyoyim Shakul Shabbos. It's one day. And Rav Nechemia, like Abaya, says that it's not one day, it's multiple days, and therefore you don't have to learn. You don't learn the seventh day as if it's one day or one thousand years. It's two, two days, two thousand years of destruction. Now, just interestingly, the Gra points out that this, these six days and then the seventh day corresponds to a thousand years. It tells the story of the inhabitants of the earth. So he ties together the previous part, which is the Shira that we say each day. That each one of the Shiras for that represents a thousand years, meaning that the Rishain, that is. That is Hashem Aretzumulaya. That's when the land was at its fullest before the Mabel. Beis is Gadol Hashem Ba'ira Lekenu. He says that's because that's when Hakadosh Baruch Hu chose Haram Maria to be the Malkam Hakadosh. Gimel is Halakim Nitzah Badaskel that he gave Torah. Nitzah Badaskel that he gave Torah, and he put his the Shechina of Israel. Dalit is Kal Nakamis. That's that it's foretelling that the Umas destroyed the 4,000th year, they destroyed the base of Mikdash, and Hashem is going to pay back. The fifth is the fifth day is Harninu, okay, meaning there's no base of Mikdash for the 1,000 years after destruction, and all we're going to have is the Shira Peteh, so that's Harninu Hashem Ruzainu. We sing, we all we have is Shira Peteh, it's our only way to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and the sixth day, Hashem Malach, represents the 6,000 years which is, that is when Hashem will be the Melech Aleinu, that's when Mashiach will come, and then the Mizmar, uh, uh, Mizmar Shir, the Shabbos, so we say it's Mizmar Vashir, that represents, he wants to say like Abaya, that there's two days, Mizmar represents one day, that's Yom Shekula Shabbos, and Shir is the second day, that is, represents the Chaya Alam. Okay, anyways, so now, Udum the Shabza, from Musaf on Shabbos, so what, sh- what Shira did they say from Musaf on Shabbos? Levim, what shira did they sing? So that is the parsha of Hazinu, and um, I saw right down in the parsha explain that the reason why we say Hazinu is because on Shabbos and Musaf after Musaf time, that's when they would change represented the changing of the mishmaris with the lechem apanim. There was a mishmar yetsay, mishmar nechnas, and we discussed before how they used to split up the lechem. And so too, it was represented by in the Torah. That was the change. Moshe said Hazinu, the Shira of Hazinu, when he was changing from Moshe, the leadership of Moshe, to Yeshua. So this song represents a changing of leadership. Okay, and that's why we say it must have on Shabbos. So it's Hazizlach, and like we see, it's for uh, it's Hazinu, but it's divided into six six uh, aliyahs or chapters and they would say one on each Shabbos like we'll see in a second just like they divided it here for the Levi and for the Shira that each one they divide into six so too it's separate aliyahs that's how it was divided 
Okay. What was the Shiva that the Levim sang Mincha on Shabbos? So Amr Rabbi Yechen and Az Yashir, they sang the Az Yashir up until Micha Meicha. Then it was Micha Meicha until the end. Micha Meicha. The Az Yashir, that's in Chukas. Uh, we say Az Yashir, Ali Be'er and Ula, the Shir that was sung um, when they had the um, uh, uh, the Shir that was sung there in Chukas. So Iba'ilu. So we want to know, do we say the whole Hazinu and all these three Shiras, meaning the first part of Az Yashir, the second part of Az Yashir, and the Az Yashir, Ali, Ber, and Ula, do we say that all in one Shabbat? Or do we split it up? We said six and three, do we split it up and it work, does it work in cycles? So Tashimat, Tanya, Rabbi Ad Achas, until the Hazinu finishes once, that the Mincha cycle, that was three, so three times two is six. So the mincha cycle that was three would end up going around twice. So shmamina kol shabsa b'shabsa amrichad shmamina. So we see that every single shabbos, every individual shabbos, they would they would be divided up into six parts and three parts, and they would say one. Amar of Yehuda bar Idi Amar of Yechanan. Now moving on to the next sugi over here. Eser masoyz nasa shchina mikroi. There were ten. Uh, exits, we'll say. There were ten travelings, but it's as the Shechina exit, it was ten exits. Uchenegdon goes to Sanhedrin, Migamara. And Chenegdon, we see that the Sanhedrin was Gola, Migamara. We have, that's a tradition that was passed down. Now, why, what Shaykhis does it have here? So Rashi explains that because we spoke about the Sanhedrin in Yavne, so we'll see that one of the destinations for the Sanhedrin, actually a few times, will be Yavne. So it's going to be mentioned here, that's how we tie it to the Suki before. So, we learn that from the Pasuk. Now, what were the ten steps or travelings that we had? So he went from the Kapiris, which is on top of the Aron, to the Kruv, which is not the Kruv like in the Mishkan, but rather the Kruv we discussed before that were standing from the floor up that were that Shleiman made. We Kruv the Miftan, from the Kruv to the threshold, we Miftan the Chatzar to the Chatzar, we Chatzar the Mizbech to the Mizbech, we Mizbech the Gag, the Shrina went to the Gag, we Gag the went to the wall, we Chaimah the Ear. Went to the city, Meir Lahar, to the mountain, Meir the Midbar, and from the heart of the Midbar, Midbar also the Yashuv and Mekayma. If you remember, at a certain point we discussed in Shkalim how when the Shechina was leaving, so uh, the king at the time, Tzikiel, went up and he threw Yeshiel, threw the keys up, and either they didn't come back down or a hand came and took them. But anyway, Shenemar, as we see, the Pasuk says, Eilech Ashuva Mekayma. I will go and then I'll return to my place. So let's see. Now we're going to learn these ten steps from Sukkot. Mikapiris Lekruv, Mikruv Lekruv, Mikruv Lemifton. Well, Mikapiris, and you have to take take out those Mikruv Lekruv. Like we said, we took it out before as well. So it went from Mikapiris Lekruv, or Mikruv Lemifton, Dechsev. It says, Menad Dechashan, Bidibarti Tchamei Ala Kapiris. So we see that that, where does the Shechina start? The Shechina is, where did, when, it, when the Shechina is Shere, it's Ma'ala Kapiris. Uchsev, what did it say? A Yerkav Akruv. It rode onto the Kruv, Vayaf, and it floated away. Uchsev, so we see it went from Ma'ala Kapiris to the Kruv. Uchsev, put it okay, so now the Ma'ala Kruv. Then the Shechina went from the Kruv, Asher Hoya Olav, Amithan Abayas. It went to the threshold. Yimithan the Chatser, Techsev, Ma'ala Habayas, is Anon, the Chatser, Malay as Nege Kvayn Hashem. So we see that the Shechina ended up in the Chatser. How do we know that it went to the Chatser Mizbeach? So, and, that, and that's how we know it went through the threshold, because it had to go through the threshold to get to the Chatser. 
Okay, so that's how we know that the Shekhinah was standing on the wall. How do we know the Shekhinah went from the from the wall to the city? The Chesiv called Hashem Le'ir Yikro. Me'ir Lahar went to the Har. The Chesiv Ayal Kled Hashem. Me'al Toich Le'ir Vayaman Lahar. Asher Yikedem Le'ir. Okay, so we got to the Har. Me'har Midbar. The Chesiv Toiv Sheves Be'aretz Midbar. Okay, it's the nice nicest dwelling. And we refer to the Shekhinah in Eretz Midbar, so we see the Shekhinah was in the Midbar. Also, the Yashu Mukaiba. Then it went up to its place, Tachsiv, went up, Shemayim Tachsiv, Elech Hashuva Al Mukaimi. And we go back to the Kisei Kava, the Shekhinah is saying, I'm going back to to a permanent, more permanent resting place. Now, Amar of Yechanan, Shisha. The Shechina waited for six months. In fact, to Tshuva. Since the Kaisal didn't end up doing Tshuva, Tifach Atzmachon. Okay, now they're going to suffer the consequences. Shemar, it says, Manos, that the eyes of the Rishayim are finished. Manos of Minham. And all refuge, any saving is gone from them. Visikvasam, Vipach Nefesh. And the hope those who are deflated. Okay, so those were the ten those were the ten um, ten travelings that the Shechina took out to exit to exit um, from the base of Mikdash. Now, Uchenegdan Golsa Sanhedrin, Migamara. That we're going to learn from a Gemara. That's a tradition passed down. Okay, and we see now just to point out, Rashi says that all of the Galuyas of the Sanhedrin were of Bayashani as opposed to the Shechina of the parting, that was by its Rishon. So now, it went from the Lishkas HaGazis to the Chanos, okay, which is um, that there were uh, like huts that were outside in Harabayas, and that's where the Sanhedrin sat. So the Sanhedrin, when the basement was around, sat in Lishkas HaGazis, they moved out to huts on the Harabayas. Then the Sanhedrin moved out to the city, then they moved out to Yavne, and the Yavne Usha. So Yavna, that was where Yechon and Zakai was originally. Then it moved to Usha, that was at the times of Rebbe Gamliel. We Usha le Yavne, and then Rebbe Gamliel moved it back from Usha le Yavne, and then the Yavne le Usha back to Usha. That was at the times of of Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon b'noi shal Rebbe Gamliel. We Usha le Sharafim, went to Sharafim, Sharafim le Sharim. And that was where it was when Rebbe was in charge, Rashi says. That is the lowest place that the Sanhedrin ended up going to. How do we know that it's the lowest place? Shanemar, as the Pasuk says, You'll speak from the lowest land. There were six Goliaths. Shanemar, as the Pasuk says, So Sach is one. Kiria. So, um, that it will be 
brought down. Niskavaz raise Yashpila and all be brought down. That is that's the second Gullus. Yashpila at Eretz. So that's again Yashpila. Yashpilena Yashpila. Okay, that's going to be another one. At Eretz Yigiena, that's another Lushan of of so Yashpila will be brought down at Eretz Yigiena at Afer. Okay, that's another again another galus. I'm revirchen misham. So first galus Rashi says sach, then yashpilena, yashpila. Okay, those are both both going to be galus. That's two and three. Ad eretz is four. Yagiena is five. Ad efer is six. I'm revirchen misham. Asidin ligoel. And from there, they that's where the guula will come from. Shemar as the pasuk says, hisnari me afar kumi. Right? We said we see we ended up in afar. So we see where is the Geula going to come from? It's going to be Hisnari lifted up. May offer Kumi Shvi. Okay, so the next Mishnah. Amar Rabbi Shua ben Karcha Ba'it Zeis Hiski Rabbi Yechon Medzakai. There was another Takana. We've been discussing all the Takanas of Yechon Medzakai. Shafilu Reish Bezdin Bechol Makam. No matter where the Reish Bezdin is, Shalaya Edim Holchen El Makmavad. The Edim don't have to go chase the Reish Bezdin. And Rashi explains that even though we discussed that the Reish Bezdin was the one that said Mekudash, still. The Edim can just go to Bezdin, and they can sit in front of the Sanhedrin over there, and even without the Rosh Bezdin, they can be Makadosh Tachedosh. They don't have to go find the Rosh Bezdin. Zaktimarhi, it's a, we had a story, the Azman al there was a lady that was summoned to Din, Kamehameh, before Ameh, Ben Ardai. Yeah, that was in Ardai. And so he was, that was the leading court at the time. Azal Ameh, Ben Bechusa, then Ameh went to Bechusa, Valay Azal Basrei. So even though she was summoned, so Amimar moved the court to Mechuzah and she didn't go. Or he was at least him as the Reish went to Mechuzah and she didn't go after him. And uh, meaning he had written, "Come, you better come to me. So Kasa Psicha Iluya. And because she didn't show up in front of Amimar, he wrote a serve on her. Put on a Amimar. I don't understand. Why? How could you go ahead and put her and, and, and give her a problem? How could you, how could you create a, put on a Kherim for that? That the Adim, the people, the people that are coming to court, don't have to go find the Rosh Bezdin. They just have to go to wherever the court is sitting. He said, Ah, that was for Edish Chodesh. The king says, Machshin Lasa Babe. We don't want to. <coughs> the Adim will say, If I have to run around like a chicken without a head to find the Rosh Bezdin, I'm not coming again. I will haha. But here, Abad Leibel Ish Malvin. Here, of a Ishmaelim, meaning that the uh, or Eved Leivel Ishmaelim, that the <coughs> the Leivel is beholden to the Malva. That's the normal way. So to over here, that a person being summoned is is beholden to the Rosh Bezdin. Now, Kehanim are not allowed to go up with their shoes to the Dochen. Kehanim and Sota explains because maybe. Um, uh, maybe the, the strap will come undone and they'll sit down to retie it at the time of Berchasam Kayanim and people will say, Yeah, he sat down because he's not a real Kayan. So it'll cause them to question his yichus or all sorts of problems. Okay, now this is another Takana. This is another one of the nine Takanas of Yechem Zakai was Mistakin. Shista Hyperka, the six that we've already discussed, which are that um, this one. Uh, the sandal, Kayanam with sandal, and we had that they they wouldn't blow, uh, or that they would blow after the Bismuth was destroyed on Shabbos, that they would blow 
in Yavne, okay, or wherever there was a Bezdin, and we said Sheyehei Lulav Nitol Kol Shiva. That was the third one. Sheyehei Menaf Kulei Asher. That was the fourth one. And Sheyu Kam Edus Kol Mekabel and Kol Ayim. They were they were Mekabel Edus um, the entire day. Okay, and until Niskaklo and Avim Bashir remember on yesterday's da and Avichin and said Mishchavus Amikdash that he was he said he was Misakin that they would Mekabel the whole day. So that was five, and then the six is. That they only go, Edom only go to the Makam Abad, and that's their mission over here. So those are the those were six, and a total of nine. Shistai Pirka, the Chada de Pirka Kama, one of the first parak which meant that we said that Bizman should base Mikdash Hayekayim, so we would allow the Edom to be Deich Shabbos to come to testify on every month because of Karbanas. After Mikdash was destroyed, then the Takana of Yechem was they could only come uh, because of the Mayatis, which is for Nisan and Tishri. The Edach, so that is number that is number seven. The Edach, the Tani Gershin Sky Mismanas that Sarchi Farish Rival Kinai. That since there's a din, just like we saw that the Pasuk in uh in, in Kisisa talks about how um, talks about Pasuk in Kisisa talks about how Bene Israel went through an initiation process after Mount Taira. That they brought an oila that was they put the dam and then everybody had to get dam sprinkled on them so we see that there's a din the part of initiation to call yisrael is you have to bring a carbon now so the minimum carbon we could bring is birds so he has to separate a reva like a fraction you know of a quarter whatever a small amount of money for birds Okay, and that when the base mitzvah is destroyed, he's going to have to. When the base mitzvah is rebuilt, Mitzvah Shem will have to bring uh, an eilat to complete his initiation into Klal Yisrael. So that was a takana of Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai. I'm Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, but however, Kfar Nimna Alav Rabbi Yechanan will beat lo. Okay, sorry that the that Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai that was his takana that he was mavatal. That was his takana. Right, because again, we're concerned that if we if we leave money, uh, if we leave money hanging out, hanging out there, and it's around for hundreds or thousands of years, so you'll come to use the money in the tektish money. The idach. Now, what's the ninth takana of Yerushalayim Zakkai? So that's a machlekes. Pluk to the Papa of Nachman Yitzchak. That's the machlekes of Nachman of Papa of Nachman Yitzchak. Papa Amar, it's Karen Ravai, and we had this before. We discussed this in Beitza. That the din of Karen Ravai is that it's fourth year fruit. What you do is you go ahead and you bring it up to Yerushalayim. Or, if it's too much, like Meister Shani, you can turn turn it into money. As long as you're outside the city of Yerushalayim, you can turn it into money. And you can bring the money up to Yerushalayim and spend it there. Now, uh-huh. So, so what does that mean? The din was that you had to bring the Chachamim or Misakin that when the base Mikdash was around, yes, you can, if you're not in Yushalayim, you could bring your money up, except that if you were within a one-day journey, bring the fruits up. We don't allow you to be Mechalad onto money. Bring the fruits up to you, the Karim the fruits themselves, the Chotzad, Vizui Tchuma. Now, what's, the, what's, what's within a one-day radius of Yushalayim? Elas so Elas from the south, Akrabas from the north, Lud from the west, and Yard and the Yardane 
um, from the east. Okay, so the din was that you had to bring it up because you're close enough. Why? What was the reason why they said that you can't be machal into money if you're within a one-day radius? To make sure that they would adjourn, it would look nice to have all you know the, the entire city of Yerushalayim full with all sorts of fruits. The Tanya, I'm going to advise the camera by how Rabbi Elazar read a story that Rabbi Elazar had some camera by in Mizrach Lud. In the east of Lod, or in the east side of Lod, Bitzad Kfar Tevi, so it was within this one day radius. He didn't want to be troubled to bring it up to Yushalayim. The Amr Lod, they told Amr Tamidab, Rabbi Kibar Nimnu Chavi Recha Allah, your friends, meaning referring to Recha and Zakai, they already, they already made a Takana, meaning Vitiruhu, that they allowed it. Mancha Recha and Zakai. So Papa holds that this is the ninth Takana that they made. That they said you don't have to go ahead of Yehudah ben Zakkai said you don't have to go ahead even within a one day radius since the reason has disappeared there's no longer a, a, a reason to be ma'utar to basically which is destroyed ma'utar shuki yishalayim you don't have to go ahead and bring it up Nachmar Yitzchak Amar he argues on a puppy he says no you know what the ninth one is that is L'shayin Shal Zaharis the Tanya like we learned in Yuma B'Rishayna HaYukashr and L'shayin Shal Zaharis HaPesach Ulam Yibachotz that originally they would tie a red string on the Oh, entranceway of the Ulam <coughs> Hilbin, if the red string on the Kippur turned white, they were happy. If it didn't turn white, they would be sad. So it was too much of a people call you so get depressed. So they went ahead and they tied it on the inside of the Ulam. But yet, the people would peek in, and they would look at it. Hilbin, if it turned white, they'd be happy again. But Hilbin Ayatsuvim, they got depressed. Okay, so they they, they were misaking that you should tie it half on the sela and half on, like we've discussed, on the karnav of the, the horns of the Sarah Mishdaleach. Okay, and that was the Takana over here. So now, Rambam by Yitzchak my time with Amikra Papa. So why did he say that the Takana was that they would tie it on the half on the rock and half on the horns? What? Why did Why did he say that that was the reason? My time with Amikra Papa. Why didn't he say like Papa that <coughs> the Takana of Yechon Mezaka was that they were mavatel the <coughs> need. If you were doing one day radius to bring your pairs up to Yerushalayim. If you want to tell me that that was Rabbi Yechen and Zakai who created that Takana. So, what did they say? His Tamidim came and said, Rebbe, if you look on the second line, second wide line here, sorry, Rebbe Kfarnim Luchavi Recha Olav. Now, Rabbi Yechen and Zakai was not a contemporary of Rebbe Lazar. Rabbi Hava, he was in fact Rebbe Lazar's Rebbe. So, why would the Tamidim come and say, You're your friends have already been battle. Oh, my, it must not have been Rechel Mitzakai, the Idaho. So, how's our Papa going to answer that? He says, Kivan, the Talmidim Havu, since they were Talmidim Rebbe Lazar, so they have, Le Erech Ara, Lememrele, it wouldn't be proper for them to say to Rebbe Lazar, the Rabbi, to say the Rebbe Lazar, their Rebbe, Rabach, that your Rebbe was Mavatalit. So, therefore, because they were a Talmud Rebbe Lazar, so they had to show respect to the Rebbe, to their Rebbe, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar, and the, one of the ways they showed respect was by saying, that your your chaverim, meaning that to treat Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai as a contemporary and equal, 
Okay, and that's why they said it. Rapapa my time alayama kareb nachman. So, Rav Nachman Yitzchok, why didn't Rapapa say that from Nachman Yitzchok? Amalach. So he would say, Rapapa would say, If you want to tell me those who created this din because they were peeking in and they were getting depressed by seeing if it didn't turn white. So really, you want to tell me it's Rav Nachman Really? Bimei Rav Nachman Zakai Mi hava l'shen shal zaharis Was there a l'shen shal zaharis? Vatanya Aye, we learned what is the timeline of Rabbi Yechon Medzakai? If Rabbi Yechon Medzakai may have asked from Shana, Rabbi Yechon lived for 120 years. Mem Shana Asak Parmachya. For the first 40 years he did business. This is still hope for us. Mem Shana Lama. Then he learned for 40 years. Mem Shana Limed. And he taught for 40 years. So Mestama, what we're thinking is that he would have only been, the Takanas that he would have made is when he was, he was in the position as a teacher. Meaning when he was a manik. So Vatanya, Mem Shana Kodim Shanechu Besam Kishlei Hayal L'Shain Shel Zaharis Malbin, Ela Maaden. So it never changed. So why? So why? How could we say that the Kana was that you put half and half, so that part of it we 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 turn white? But it never would turn white. So what are you talking about? Ela. So Vatanan Mishachal Besam Mikdash Shiskan Biyachem Ben Zakai. So then, hi, how's Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok going to answer this? That's why Papa didn't hold that Rav Nachman that Yechon Mazakai was one who made the takana to divide the string and put it in a place where people wouldn't have to look into the ulam, into the kodesh, because there was no point in checking if it was always red. So the idach shana the lamad. So you're right. For the forty years before, when he was a maneg, so it was always red and there was no need for it. But before that, while he was learning. He was a Talmud sitting in front of his Rebbe, and he came up with this concept of creating the Takana. His stubborn Taima, the Kava Rabbi Bishmei, and his Rebbe actually went ahead, so he was a Talmud, but he was able to lobby to create this Takana, and therefore, even though his Rebbe would have been the one to, that, to have put it into effect, still, because he was the one that created it, so we call it his Takana. Okay, and just to summarize, here's what we'll stop, but just to summarize. So again, we went through the six days, Hashem Ha'aretz and Loya, because the Kodesh Baruch Hu created the world, okay, he acquired it and he bequeathed it, God Hashem, that he divided it, meaning the Rekiah, on the third day, it was Al-Kim Nitzah that he went ahead and created land, so there's Nitzav, right, and he created a place to stand, Kaviachal, and the Dalit, we said, is Kalmakamis. That was, and he created the Chama Lavana, and to pay back those who worshipped it. On the fifth day, it was Harninu, that he created the Ivers and Dagan, that's like Hashem. On the sixth day, it was Hashem Malach Geyos, that Hashem uh, is adorned in grandeur, okay, meaning that he finished his, um, all his, the, sh- the creations, and he, and he was Malach, and then on the seventh day, so we said, then a Machoik is there. We said it's either Mizrashil Yamashabas, which is Yim Shakulay Shabbos. Which you said is like Rav Katina that holds that six thousand years the world will exist and a thousand will be its destruction for a thousand years it will be destroyed. So it's the Yom Shukula Shabbos is one day. And Nehemia said no, that it makes more sense to go Al Shem Shabbos, keep it all in the past. And he holds like Abaya that, or Abaya holds like him that two thousand years the world will go through a period of destruction, and therefore it's not Yom Shukula Shabbos, but rather it's referring to when Hashem rested. Okay, we said, what, are, what, what was the shira that the Levine would say from Musaf and Mincha and Shabbos? So we said, um, it was Hazizlach, which is Hazinu. 
like the Elias we have in Shul, and Az Yashir, Micha Moicha, and Az Yashir, right, which we said was half of Az Yashir, and then Micha Moicha to the end, then Az Yashir, Ali Be'er. And what we said was you'd say one, six, and three in two cycles, three and three, and then six. So you'd, and you'd say one of these uh, six from Musaf and one of each of the three from Mincha each week. So you completed the cycle uh, twice from Mincha and once from Musaf every six weeks. Rebbechanan said there were ten, he discussed the ten masses of the, the travelings of the Shechina going into Gaulus and Bayes Rishan, compared to to the Midbar, okay, and the Accenture. We said it waited there for six months. Eventually, it ended up in the middle where we said it waited there for six months. And when it didn't, it went, it went back up to, sh- to, to the Kisak Kavan. We said it connected them, Golsus and Hedrin. That was in Bayashani, Lishas Lagazis, to the Chanus, to right outside the, um, to right outside, uh, to right outside the base of Mikdash, to Harbais, and then Hats, and then eventually made its way to Tiberia, which we said was the lowest of all. Okay. And Rebbe said there were six Masois to Goylo, that we learned the Pasuk a different way. Okay, then we have the Mishnah, Rabbi Shuman Karcha said that there's another Takana of Yechem and Zakai, that the Adim don't have to go to the Rosh Bezdin. They only have to go to where, Bez, to the, where the Bezdin is sitting with the Rosh is somewhere else. Okay, we said that even though normally the Rosh Bezdin is the one that proclaims Mekudash, we're saying still you don't have to go there. Okay, but that's only for Edus HaChadosh. But for any other Din, you would, like we saw the story of the lady, that she was summoned, and we said that she had to go... Um, she didn't go. She didn't go to Amemar. She was summoned by Amemar. She didn't go all the way to Amemar, and um, went ahead and <coughs> uh, he put her in chayyim. So now we were to see her, run her, whatever. So okay. Then we said in kind of mishay lalis b'samdin the So we brought another takana rubiachem and zakai, and we said that this is one of the nine takanas rubiachem and zakai. We said it's this one, and that we said that they would. Below any place there was a Bezdin on Shabbos, that was two. Lulav is Nito Kolzayin, Gabriel Medina, Zeich of the Mikdash, that was three. Yemenaf, we said in regards to the Eimer, that the whole day is going to be Asr, that was four. Kabbalah Kol Yem, that we said in Kabbalah Eidus the entire day until, right, even, even though it was in the Skakul and being Bashir, that was only the Mesa Mikdash of Yechanan. And Zakai said that you should go ahead and uh, put it back <coughs> after Mesa Mikdash was destroyed, that you, you accept Adim all day. That's number five. Number six is our Mishnah that the Adim only have to go to the Makamabad, they don't have to track down the Rish Bezdin. That's number six. Number seven is the one in the first parak, okay, which was that he said after the base of Mikdash was destroyed, the Adim are only allowed to um, be Machal Shabbos to testify for Nisan and Tishrei. Number eight was the cane that the uh, Gershon Skyer has to bring a carbon for initiation. And uh, he said, was Mavato, the din. So we said that originally the din was that you had to go ahead and separate some money for that. And Roshim Megamil said that Rabbi Yechon and Zaka was Mavato that because of Takala. So that was number eight. And number nine is again a Machoikis. We said in between of Rapapa and Ramachman of it, it was either that Karim Rabbi within one day, once the basement dish was destroyed, they no longer needed to bring the actual fruits up. They can be Machalit. And um, that was your papa, and he said, Nachmar uh, Yitzchak said that L'shain shel Zaharis, that that he was misaking, that when the base mikdash was around, that that this string they shouldn't hang it in the in the ulam anymore, but rather they should put half on the rock and half on the roish sayer and the keren of the sayer mishdaleach. And we just explained why our papa didn't agree 
Rebbe didn't agree with Nachman Yitzchak and the Shein Shul Zaharis because he said that Rebbe Yechem and Zakai he only was in a position of power for the last 40 years and the string never turned red. Okay, and Nachman Yitzchak answered and he said that really it was the, in the sometime in the previous 40 years when he was a Talmud he came up with this and his Rebbe was the one that put it into effect. Um, and we said Nachman Yitzchak didn't like Rebbe because he said. Uh, he didn't like the lashon of that the Talmudim told the Lazar Chavei Recha. Okay, and the problem was that Rabbi Yechon Mizakai was was Rabbi Lazar's Rebbe, and therefore Chavei Recha couldn't have been Rabbi Yechon Mizakai. However, we answered it by saying that it was the Talmudim who called him Chavei Recha out of deference and respect to their Rebbe, Rabbi Lazar.